Hey everyone, thank you so much for adventuring with us on Quid Pro Roll. We recorded the next episode and happened to need two takes to do it. I have uh, some good news though. The first take, which is ridiculous, and we decided was uh, in fact too ridiculous to actually keep as a real episode, which is not something that happens to us often, so you can kind of assume uh, how, how far off the deep end we go. Um, was not uh, good enough for for the quality of what we wanted to put out for the podcast. So we have a 40-minute-plus adventure of uh, an alternate reality that your quid pro roll adventuring crew um, takes in order to reduce the exorbitant rent that was charged to our good uh, new friend, Koza, um, from Talbot Boothman, the (laughs) evil uh, (laughs) uh, kind of booth ring running. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. So if you want to hear that adventure, we we will be uploading that um, at to the uh, Goblins and Growlers Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Goblins Growlers. So please uh, give that a check if you're interested. If not, this will not interrupt our recording schedule in any way. And you will get the next episode just like normal uh, this time next week. Thank you so much. We're doing great. All right. Oh, team. (laughs) You don't have to lie to us, Alex. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So the smell of perfume is fading as uh, you start traveling away from Karar. Uh, in your party is all of you, Alita, Maheni, and Warren. You all travel for maybe half an hour or so before you get to a fork in the road. It's at this point that Warren kind of taps on his pants a little bit and readjusts his quiver and goes, All right, this is where I say goodbye. Does he pick up the fork? No, he leaves it there. So you're, so you're not actually coming with us? No, I really need to get back to Aurora Moon and my husband. Oh, well, like... It was great spending time with you. Like, we'll never forget you. I really enjoyed spending time with all of you. And if you ever find yourselves in a raw moon, you'll have friends there and a place to stay if you need it. <gasps> friends? Y- yes, Your Highness. That sounds lovely. And I don't know, like our adventures could absolutely take us to a raw moon. Yeah, your you home. Oh, It'll take us to your home, maybe. that a little bit? Aurora Borealis. Aurora Moon. Oh. Yeah, it took me a while to learn how to say it, too. I don't know if you could tell I'm not naturally from around Oceanvar. Aurora Moon. Oh, we're also not naturally from around Oceanvar. I picked up on that. It's hard for us to tell other people who aren't around here because we weren't from here. Aurora Moon. Aurora. Aurora. Moon. Moon. There you go. Aurora Moon. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> I'm doing it how you told me to do it. You're doing great. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, good luck with your trip to Odra and be safe. These mountain passes are pretty treacherous. Watch out for, you know, ogres and whatnot. Uh, Solinar turns to Mahenny and says, I'm sorry, ogres? Yes, ogres are a concern. You don't seem very concerned. Because I'm not. All right. I'm, I'm willing to follow that lead. 
You all exploded a blue dragon. I'm not sure why you would be concerned. We don't have another of the thing we exploded a blue dragon with. Also, there was a fair bit of luck involved in that whole situation that I wouldn't count on us replicating. I would imagine that your entire trip here has been a series of fortunate events. Perhaps whatever force is keeping the world in the state it's in is smiling on you. Did you say whatever fork is in the world? Because there's one here. Is road. your friend quite all right? No. How many, uh, how many days travel are we looking at on this sucker? Maybe about a week, maybe two, depending okay. on how bad it gets. Okay. Uh, no, when you're talking about how bad it gets, you're talking about like uh, attacks or weather or just general terrain? Um, rock slides, storms, unseasonal snow. Are there any waypoints uh, we can stop at on the way? Not really. Okay. No towns or hovels or anything? Well, this is Oshanvar. There will be resting nests. All right, that works. When you say unseasonable snow, are you talking about like, oh, this storm blew in, but it was a colder storm than was anticipated, so we got snow? Or are you talking about there's no reason for it to be snowing right now, but it is anyway. We suspect it's an evil wizard. Mostly the first one. Okay. Wait, mostly? Anyway, goodbye, everybody. Oh, I didn't know you were leaving. I, I just talked about it. Oh, no. But we were going in the same direction. For here, but now I need to start heading east. Oh, that makes sense. Well, then travel safe and we'll see you soon. Yeah, Johannes. You'll see me soon. And he kind of like finger guns at Johannes <laughs> because soon. Ah! <laughs> Real quick. A thing Solinar should know, but I don't. It would be like a traditional Talarian, like, I'll see you around kind of thing. Like, Talar's not like, there's not like a particular like Wakandan-esque like there's, there's, salute kind of deal. There's no like. We all take our muskets and we point them in the air <laughs> as he's walking away. You take away. your clock sword. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, th then uh, Guard Captain Palvar, can you see him off? Um, all right. Yeah, boat. Uh, Throws back his cloak, pulls out the pan flute, mm -hmm. and starts playing sort of a respectful dirge as Warren walks off into the sun. As he's walking off, you can hear him shout, I'm not dying! I'm just going home! <laughs> the rifle's going off. <laughs> Bloody hell. So there's really no, like, may the wheel favor you or anything? Mm -mm, okay. You, he's what do you mean? Why are you saying that like you can't just make one up? Well, yeah. that, now I have to think of one to make up. I was like, oh, Alex has probably done this already because Alex has done nine bajillion things. I mean, that does sound like something I do, but I never have for Talaire. May you always find the fork in the road <laughs> when you have a bowl of pasta. <laughs> May the sand part at the tread of your feet. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> May you fall into an endless abyss. <laughs> and never see the sun again. <laughs> I mean, you can you can workshop that for yourself. But I'm going I'm to come up with something. Cool beans. We can, we can move right along. But you are going to continue traveling. Uh, it's going to be about two or three days before you really get into, like, the deep parts of the mountains. Honestly, nothing really happens too frequently. Um, occasionally, you will see in the distance what looks like a bird, but maybe a little too far to be a bird at least at the size it seems to be. Regardless, other than that, there's not a whole lot that goes on. 
until one day, uh, about five days into your trip, there is a rock slide. Oh, let's ride it. What? Yeah, if you just put some water on it, then you can just slide right down. So, no, that's not how that works. So how surprising is this rock slide? Uh, actually, very. Uh, it <laughs> seems to come out of nowhere. Is it like, are we under it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So there's, are you trying to say that five days, uneventful travel, there's rocks everywhere and you're going to die? <laughs> are we going up like a mountain pass that's narrow or something? You are going up enough that, like, you're able to, like, I'm not making you roll decks to get out of the way of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it gets in your way, but not in such a way that you are in immediate danger. Oh, so we're watching it kind of pass in front of us. Yes. And there's, like, the no crossing signs down while it's passing through. <laughs> if I look, it's, a, it's a rocks crossing sign. Mm. If I look, like, up from the direction it came, do I notice anything? Like, people or creatures who might have pushed rocks? Roll <gasps> perception. Is it the rock? I would also like to be on the lookout for something that may have done this as opposed to... I don't, I don't to think that's going to get me anywhere. A nine. You know, honest wouldn't look up. Uh, 18. Oh, you see Dwayne. <gasps> so while you are only able to see the small flicker of a shadow, you see a leathery wing and a tail, both black. Hey, man, did you see something up there? Um, um, I, um, saw something distinctly unpleasant. Uh... Hey, hey, my honey. Hmm. Can we just have a just a real quick huddle up here? Um, your land, not I imagine, not particularly known for its black dragon population. Black dragons, for the most part, would be found in Alaria, maybe the Boros Empire. So um, I don't know for sure that's what I just saw, but it did look a lot like it might have been something akin to a black dragon that knocked all these rocks down. That doesn't seem. Oh. We need to be careful. Well, that was kind of <laughs> yeah, what I was getting at. Yeah, there's a rock slide going on. I would hope so. You sound like you may have just thought of what it was. To the north, uh, some of the tribes are allied with the Boris Empire. Those tribes have wyvern riders. Oh, that can't be good. It is not. No, I don't think that's good at all. Well, it's a good thing none of us owe money to any uh, sort of organization that might possibly uh, employ wyvern riders to collect for them. Yeah, that that is specifically a thing that we are fortunate for not having. Why do you keep looking over at Koza? I'm not. Oh. We did leave a note. Did did we? I didn't leave a note. I didn't leave a note. <laughs> I, I left a note on our, before we left our Airbnb. I drew a little picture and I said, thank you. We're champions. <laughs> Five stars. Technically, did any of you? Become champions? Didn't the game sort of end because of the dragon? Yeah, yeah, because we became champions and nobody contested me and Solnar. We were the last ones there. We were already champions before the game started. We were champions of our respective areas. Right. And at the end of every day, we're champions inside our own hearts. Like, I'm the champion of Urdu or wherever. Odra? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The The place we're going going to? Yeah. That was weird. Don't do that. I don't like that. You're the champion of the holy mission. Oh. The Holy Champion. That's that's actually very kind of you to say, Johannes. And Koza, you're the champion of mushrooms. I don't think that's a thing. No, I think I think it is, and I believe in you. Well, I appreciate that, at least. May your spores rain down upon all of your kingdom. It looks like the slide has stopped. We should start climbing. Up, up towards where the thing was? No, we're going to go over this rock slide and continue down the path. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Why? Are you afraid of fighting a wyvern? 
I don't know what that entails. You beat a dragon. Yes, once again, with a magic item we no longer possess. I have checkers if we needed to play. (sighs) I was about to ask what you used to check with them, but never mind. Mahani and Alita are going to start climbing over the rocks. They're just kind of like, all right, whatever, whatever, this might as well happen. As you get to the other side, you continue walking for another couple of hours. The sun begins to set as you come across what looks to be a warm, comfortable hut with smoke coming out of the chimney. Oh. It seems to be built into sort of an outcropping inside the rocks. Oh, like a mountain halfling hole. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Is it So are we past the rock slide or is it like somewhere in the middle of the rock slide? No, it's it's a distance away from the rock slide. Okay. You guys have been walking for a okay, while. Okay. Oh, well, we know that it's not Palabar cuz the sun's setting. Let's check it out. Huh? <laughs> Wait, what are you What are you even talking about? Here I come. <laughs> knock knock knock. Yes. Uh, excuse me, I was wondering, it's getting uh, late for the night, is there any chance you have any room and board or, or food that uh, we could purchase? Wait, 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 but what does this person look like before we you start? You don't know, the door hasn't opened yet. Oh. So help me if this is Churtle. <laughs> it's not even close to Churtle's voice. Does it sound like an older woman? It sounds like an old man. Okay. Hey, granddad, why don't you open the door and let us, uh, let us in? We just survived this rock slide over here. Roll personal, uh, roll, roll intimidation. Are you the DM? <laughs> so, a little slot in the door, maybe about Yo- a little bit above Johannes's eye level, slides open. You see one very large bulging eye and one smaller sort of squinted eye and a huge bush of eyebrow. It's Eugene Levy. Hmm. <laughs> It slams shut, and you hear 16 locks unhook and unlatch before the door rolls open. He deemed us easy prey. And when I say rolls, the door, being a circle, has rolled into the wall next to it, rather than opening traditionally. Listen. Wait, that's not how doors... That's how Jesus' tomb <laughs> <laughs> Before you stands a wizened... The old- king of kings! <laughs> <laughs> Hi! How are ya? <laughs> um, could you please take that shroud off your face? <laughs> All right, guys, if we're done being sacrilegious. Um... Sacrilegious and delicious? <laughs> Is that what you just... Yes. yes. Is this a thing? That's what happens when you. Uh, that's when, when you, you when you commu- make tasteful. No, that's when you. That's when you eat communion wafers just for a snack on like a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> this Put is a your milk on in there. This is your body, oh, guys. No. I feel the spirit of my grandmother trying to beat me over the head. Let's move on from this joke line. <laughs> Before you stands a wizened old man, a dwarven man with a gnarled, warty nose, one large bulbous eye, and one kind of squinted eye bushy, thick eyebrows, and a huge, unkempt beard. He's wearing a red outfit and a little red cap. Can we even see his outfit? Is his beard, like... His beard only comes to, like, chest chest length. Okay. He's carrying with him a gnarled oaken staff. Oh, hello, Santa Claus. (laughs) Excuse me? Oh, I thought that was... I thought you introduced yourself. My name is Finnegan. Oh, hello, Finnegan. Wonderful to meet you. Come, haven't had company in quite some time. What are you doing living on this mountain up here, Gramps? Why wouldn't I live in the mountain? I mean, there was just a rock slide. It seems like it could be kind of dangerous up here to live by yourself. Some distance away. 
Okay. Oh, look, he has one of those things that help I fall and I can't get up, so he can always page. A life alert? Yeah, could you sponsor us, life alert? <laughs> sponsor only our most annoying sounding characters. <laughs> So, oh no! So he, his his you can hear the tippy tap of his staff as he kind of walk as he walks into his house. Overall, it's lit by cooking fires and candles. Wait, it's sort how, of how many cooking fires? Do you have? <laughs> yes. it is it, so hot in there. <laughs> it is very very warm, and they actually he has two. Okay, uh, one is more to the center of the house with a huge uh, black metal cauldron on it, like huge black metal cauldron, like a little bit smaller than y'all's cart. Like Norwegian black metal cauldrons? I was, asked, I was about to ask, uh, yeah, you know just, a lot about black metal cauldrons. Oh my god. It's just engraved thing? with screaming. Um, anyway, the other one is a smaller, more reasonable sized cooking fire with a uh, chicken constantly on rotation above it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you where you messed up. You could... If it was engraved with screaming, you could read it, which is a problem. That's the that's the only problem. Really. Ah, if yeah, you can, if it was illegible, then you're in the clear. Got it. Yeah, I, I have my knowledge has been expanded. Mm-hmm. Plus one for me. So, is there a um, adult contemporary cauldron on the smaller fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, he's really into a new wave. Oh, cool! Okay. New wave cauldron. I, I'm, this joke yeah. needs to end. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, what's it, is, it smell like? Uh, it smells like cooking chicken because there is uh-huh. a chicken on the rotisserie. You uh, see a bubbling pot on the stove, and it's a little bit insufferably warm in there. Mm-hmm. Hold on. There's a cauldron full of something boiling. There's a chicken on a rotisserie fire. Then there's a stove that has something boiling on top of it, too. And well, then there- next to that is the heavy metal Canadian band cauldron. <laughs> yeah. There is actually... Um, Nothing in the cauldron on top of the fire in the center of the house. Are you sure this guy isn't Kenny Rogers and we're not in a mountain roasters or something? <laughs> oh, is this a mountain roastery? Is this where I get all my coffee from? You don't smell any coffee. Um, what am I smelling? Chicken. Oh. And squirrel. Oh. You get squirrel all the way up here on this mountain? I hope he just kept going. <laughs> He's just going to continue And listing. alpaca. <laughs> And llama stew. Got some fresh dragon just the other week. Wrangled it out myself. Just unreasonable meats. (laughs) Have some koala thigh. (laughs) Also, unreasonable meats needs to be like some kind of shop in Alaria. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) So, so, uh, how long have you lived up here, Gramps? As long as I can remember, my friend. Mm. Oh, well. (laughs) You all by yourself? I am. Mm. I was about to say something bad about old people. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like you're cooking quite a feast. Oh, just a few things. You're doing your cooking for the week, so you uh, don't have to do as much? (laughs) It's the dwarven meal prep. No, no, just just a snack. He sort of waves his hand dismissively. Mm -hmm. Sit, sit. You, You got anything to drink? There is a large circular table surrounded by stools. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see what I have. Okay. Do you mind if I take a seat? Of course. Sit, sit. Relax. Tell tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, what do you do? Do you have anybody who helps you out or anything like that? Oh, no. Just me for some time now. Oh, I got to tell you, I really do respect your self-sufficiency. Oh, well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Especially at your age. It's, It's very noble. Not forcing somebody else to take care of you. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think I just really appreciate that we're spending the night at a round table. 
Yes? <laughs> that was the shape tables came in where I'm from. Oh, back in my day, all the tables were round. <laughs> and then these squares came. And they said, why don't we add some sides to it? <laughs> and now I bump my hip on this corner of the table every time I walk by. You guys are really mean to this random dwarf. I'm trying to be nice to him and start up a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's been rolling intimidation, I mean persuasion, this whole time. So Maheni and Alita are going to sit. Uh, Felix is going to kind of scamper up to the chicken and begin sniffing around it. Mm -hmm. Johanna, is there any cookbooks right around? Not that you can see. Is there any books? There are several books. Uh, What is the first one that Johannes comes across? You pull a huge ancient tome. Perfect. uh, That when you kind of like pull it out, there's a little bit of dust that sort of swoosh off of it. That's what happens when you touch any of my books, too. (laughs) If you uh, take the opportunity to open its yellowed pages, not only do you hear the book opening very, very loudly... (laughs) Uh, I was going to sound that, like, really crackly paper sound of really, really old paper. Yeah, it's funny because whenever I, because they're so old that they kind of stick together and they make, like, a cork sound when they. See, the problem is it's not like a cork sound, so there's no reason to use the cork sound sound. So what, uh, what is in, in this book? Do you read Orcish? Do you read at all? Yeah, uh, so the answer to your question is no. And I'll let people decide which person I said you're to. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take this tome, and as I was intending to do from the beginning, place it right here. Okay. And up on the seat. Wonderful. Uh, so now you are about the same height as Alita. Yo. <laughs> um, hi, Mr. Johannes. Uh, Felix, get down from there. Oh, no, it's okay. He's all, riding my head. All the furniture is scaled dwarfish, though, right? Yes. So you're, like, super high above the table now. A little bit, not super much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this long fork that I took from the road. You know what? Add road fork to your inventory. Don't mind if I do. Say, old man, why are you cooking so much food if it's just you? I'm hungry. I mean, that's a lot of food just for one person. I'm not trying and to come I've up. I've recently come into some new rations that oh, I no. want to cook before they spoil. I get it. I'm just, I'm not trying to come into your house and act all suspicious or anything. We've just had some bad luck running into people now and again. So I just wanted to make sure everything was on the level. You'd tell me if you weren't on the level, wouldn't you? I can't imagine <laughs> how I wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. What are these, these rations you've come across? Oh, just a small village of goblins I took care of. Are, are the goblins your rations? <laughs> no, of course not. You, when you say you took care of them, did you, like, I, I wasn't... Rained look- fire upon I, yeah. the whole village. Yeah, I wasn't looking. I was trying to see if you were doing air quotes around it when you said that. No, no, just took care of the problem. Goblins have been a real problem around these parts. So you, uh, you, so you slaughtered them and then you took all their food. Well, there's no reason to let it go to waste. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were talking about the same thing. I didn't want to get confused. I'm, I'm with you on this. They are dead. They won't be using it. And now they're no longer a threat to you. Just, of course you take their thing. Just out of curiosity, and don't read any judgment into this question at all, but uh, so what, <laughs> what were the goblins doing that was such a problem that you had to take that step? Well, they've been doing some terrible things to travelers around these parts. You know, attacking caravans, robbing people, stealing things, but the straw that broke the dragon's back was them coming into my garden and uprooting my vegetables. Why did they do that? That seems very small time for uh, highwaymen goblins. They wanted to steal my vegetables. 
Were they having a bad harvest down in Goblin Town? I don't know, but what <laughs> matters is they went into my garden and destroyed my vegetables. Okay, uh, so what kind of vegetables did you grow in this garden? Carrots, cabbages, beets, corn. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm not focusing on the most relevant parts of this line of questioning, but uh, how exactly uh, did you rain fire down on their town? He taps his staff. With your staff, you got uh, you got a fire staff there. Is that what we're talking about? I I have studied the arcane arts for years. Oh, can you show me a cool trick? Is this like when you walk up to somebody who's an improv person, like, yeah. oh, you do improv? Do something funny. Yeah. Say something funny. This is exactly what it's oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. This feels this feels weird. There's a weird there's a weird vibe I'm getting at the table here. I don't know that I like it. This man invites us into his home. You start questioning him about his motives about why he has all this food, about why he killed goblins, about where he got his magic powers, then you want a demonstration of his magic power. Like, if this was me, no offense, Finnegan, if this was me, I'd be like, who the hell are you in my house right now? I have to say, I really agree with Solnar on this one. But what? I haven't known you for very long, but this seems really rude. I'm just very direct and to the point, usually. He's very rude. Um, Finnegan, question, because yes. uh, I know that you now have uh, potentially some empty garden plot area, and we happen to... Is that a weird way of phrasing this? No, I'm, I'm just interested in where you're going with this. Oh, you gave me a look like, oh my gosh, who the heck are you? <laughs> uh, so... We happen to have um, a, a refined businessman with us in Koza, and he happens to be one of the most foremost knowledgeable grandmasters of mushrooms, from my uh, understanding. Yeah, he got, a, he got his masters in mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I appreciate those compliments, but I'm more of an amateur. See, it takes a real master to understand all that they don't know, so they know exactly where they sit on things. It's a mushster's degree. You know, I thought of that joke, but I was like, no, it's that's not worth it. <laughs> it is, though. But um, but Finnegan, if if you have seen any interesting mushrooms in this uh, these mountains, I'd love to hear about them or see if you have any notes on them. Well, you could also help him with some mushroom seeds to start his new garden, right? And you're trying to make some money so that you can uh, pay off your mushroom debts. Well, mushrooms don't have seeds. Oh. Don't they have spores? Boat's actually correct. I've learned something today. You, you tried, Mr. Johannes, and that's what matters. And, you know, I'm one step closer to that mushroom degree. Hey, Gramps, where's, uh, where's your garden at? It's over by the window, out the back door. Is it okay if I go take a look at it? I really want to see what kind of damage these dirty goblins did to you. Of course. All right, Boat gets up and walks out the, walks out the door. Well, meanwhile, I shall make a pot of tea for everyone. Oh, that's much appreciated. I apologize for our friend. We've been um, been traveling in less than completely pleasant company in the uh, the recent past, and there's been a little bit of a trust problem. So he's, he's a little on edge. Um, hopefully that's not Never too big can of a deal be for you. too careful in these parts. Well, you know, I appreciate you seeing it that way. Do you get a lot of travelers in these parts? You were talking about caravans and things. What used to be many people who would travel between Odra and Karar, but there are not many anymore. Rarer these days that I have visitors. We um we we have it on some authority that it's possible Odra has been destroyed. 
I certainly hope not. I'd also hope not, but that's that's what we heard. That's actually where we're headed, just to see what's uh, what's going on over that way. You know anything? You know anything we should be on the lookout for on that on that route? Unfortunately, my friend, you would know more than I. Not much news travels except what I hear from travelers. Well, but if any travelers have come from that way, not since the Goshenvar Games, I think. Not since that very loud explosion that rocked the very fabric of the <laughs> land, I think. Um, well, were there travelers to Oceanvar that passed by here before the games? There were, but not many from Odra. The ones from Odra, though. Did you talk to them? I did not, sir. They came and got some supplies and went on their way. Mm, it's not. You have supplies? Can we shop? Uh, did, did any... I'm happy to open my door to travelers, did, my friend. Did any travelers from Oja arrive at Oceanvar? Not to my memory. That doesn't sound very good. No, it does It does kind of seem like something must have happened to them en route, and potentially at their home as well. How common are, are rock slides in this area? Well, it's been a treacherous area. We have a problem with ogres around these parts. And then there are those pesky goblins. What about, um... Wyvern riders. You know anything about them? I have not seen a wyvern in quite some time. Generally, they stay up to the north. Interesting. The only time that I think I saw some was, again, in the sky, before the Oceanvar Games. Sometimes they'll fly over this pass. Hmm. Well, Fabio, if uh, it's possible, would you mind if I could help you cook some things? Well, of course. I'm certain the food is not longed from being ready. But absolutely, I'll take your help, young master. Awesome. What do you need done? Um, would you be so kind as to peel these potatoes? Absolutely. Uh, Boat, you've got a knife, right? Boat's out in the, the garden. back door. Oh, that's right. Uh, well, he won't mind. I'm just going to grab the well, s- salt knife from his pack. It's a good sharp knife. You're going to use the, the, the thing that turns blood to salt to yeah. peel salt potatoes? Yeah. Just peel, it's, I don't have a knife, and it's a sharp knife. You have a sword. I'm not going to peel potatoes with the sword. <laughs> That's disrespectful to the sword. It's and also the, disrespectful to the magic blood knife. That'd be ridiculous. That would be like peeling potatoes with a mace. That would be like using the clarinet you know, you of discord ma- as a blowgun. No, no, no. <laughs> you use the mace to mash oh, the potatoes. Oh, you have a jazz saxophone. <laughs> I forgot I got him that. You're so excited about this. Well, I, I felt like I got a good gift. Uh, so, so, so it's got like three instruments. Johannes, like, so Johannes. while you're so while you're doing that boat, you are out in the garden. All right, what do I see out in the garden? Uh, pretty much just upturned dirt. Uh, I'd like to look around and see if this old man's story holds up. It looks like if I see any goblin footprints or any fire being rained down or anything like it that. It doesn't look like fire was rained down in this area, but okay. it does look like the garden was dug up hastily and mm. clumsily. All right, do I see any like? Goblin footprints or anything. Roll like for that? investigation. All right. Pi boat on the case. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. You do absolutely see evidence of goblins. You see footprints. You see handprints. Okay. Um, you have everything but fingerprints at this point. Is there like a fence around the garden? There is, and you can see that it's been damaged uh, in a couple of spokes, probably by something small hopping over it. And oh. it was spray painted. Goblins were here, <laughs> but they can't spell well, so it's. It just says burf, burf, burf. Gobs. It says, Gob- uh, it says Aurora Mern. <laughs> Gobs were her. Are there any like remaining vegetables in the ground? Not really. Okay. Um, so as far as I can tell, it looks like his story adds up. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So I tip my hat up 
and look around and I go back inside. All right. As you go back inside, uh, you see Johannes with the blood knife peeling potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, mm, you gotta take a. I mean, I guess I guess we all need a little bit less sodium in our diet, so that probably works out. Gross. And Solinar. Did you say gross at the boat trying to be healthy? The man eats ham twenty four seven. Let him reduce his sodium intake just a little bit. Jeez. You know what boat calls pancakes? Three slices of ham. <laughs> All right. More so. like ham cakes. Damn it. I was going to do that. Damn it. Clap damn ham cakes. Damn it. No. Oh, no. No. I draw the line at clap damn ham cakes. That's the line. That is the line. Solinar, Koza, what are you two doing? Two if times this time. If you've got any dirty dishes from prep for dinner, I'd be happy to clean those up for you. Oh, those have been taken care of, young master. Don't you worry. Well, do you need any, like, water fetched or anything like that, like basic chores? No, I believe that we're quite well equipped. Are you all equipped for your church? We could always use some more supplies, if you don't mind. And by the way, by the way, man, I'm sorry I was so suspicious earlier. It's just we've had a run of bad luck lately. These are trying times, young master. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 can we trade? I've been wanting to do a bartering system. And now we're out in the mountains, so that might be useful. Trade would be very useful. See, but... I've got this book, uh, and I keep trying to use it for things, but it hasn't worked. It's called um, This... And I was wondering if I could trade it for another book. What book are you trying to trade? Fish Care 101. Fish Care 101? Hmm. I haven't had many opportunities to care for fish up in these parts. Might be interesting. Let me see. What could I use to trade? Ah, would you care about a book about sheep shearing? Of course. That sounds great. Wonderful. He will hand you the sheep shearing book. Hey, friend, I've also got a book that I, uh, you know, I've read through and I don't need to carry it around anymore, but I don't want to throw it away. Maybe you'd be interested in it. What it, is the subject? It's uh, it's designed to help you, like, uh, talk to people better. It's about reviving dead conversations and how to do it. A skill we all could use, my friend. It's benefited me in my personal and professional lives, <laughs> I guarantee. Um, I have a book on dealing with the Boros Empire court. Oh, I would love to read that. Of course. So two things. I was so caught off guard by how like good your your statement was that I started. I crossed off Fish Care One Hundred and One and then started writing it again because <laughs> I was just so enthused. Secondly, we need to put that boat quote on the back of that book. Which <laughs> it's helped me so much in, in my, my personal, personal and professional, professional life. life. <laughs> <laughs> just gravy boat barns right there on the on the back. That'll be when we start a new line of tie-in books. Yeah. B- put Bo- Boris Empire Court Etiquette, because that's really what it is. Okay. Uh, is this, uh, would this be sort of a mini book that people could look for on patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers? Are you making me write a book on court etiquette? More like a pamphlet. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. We'll see... We'll see if that is something people want, if there is a demand for it. Email contact at goblinsandgrowlers.com with subject line, yes, Boris book. (laughs) There is enough demand for it, I will write one. Just YBB. Koza sitting patiently at the table. Solinar? All this talk of books has reminded me of something. Hmm. Um, Hey, Alita. Yeah? Uh, Knock, knock. (laughs) I don't want to fall for this again. Who's Who's there? there? Cows go. Cows go who? No, cows go moo. (laughs) 
Dude, you're a jerk. <laughs> Do you feel better about yourself now? This book is great. I love this book. I'm it's, glad that, that he's really milking it. That book's utterly ridiculous. I find it too cheesy. Mahenny stands up. Walks, I forgot Mahenny was here. Walks yeah. over to the <laughs> chicken. Mahenny curdles everything. <laughs> she picks the skewer off of the rotisserie chicken off, puts the chicken on a plate, and carries it back over to the table. It wasn't done yet. Some people like it crispy. Mahenny prefers original recipe. Oh, well, I guess it's her hot. Wait a second. <laughs> She's going to go over to the pot and grab that and start serving up food for everyone. We can eat now. Finnegan's $5 Phillips. <laughs> Finnegan kind of hobbles back to the table with tr- with a tray of tea. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. What kind of tea is it, old man? He sniffs it. Sage. Mm. I'm more of a black tea person myself. Phineas but... and Herb. That one was good. I liked that one. I guess this tea has a lot of caffeine in it. When you when you drink it when you're tired, I guess Finnegan's awake. <laughs> let me let me sip this tea real quick. I thought you were about to make a joke. That's why I was watching you with like such rapt attention. And no, you just you're just staring at me. Well, he's enjoying the tea. It's very warming. Have you, have you, sage tea is not, it's kind of bitter. That doesn't mean it can't be enjoyable. Aren't we all kind of bitter but enjoyable? So, food? Yeah, I'm going to eat. Oh, wait, before we do this, is a hot potato catching Solana. All right, he flings a hot potato at you. Uh, Oh, I fail. I fail to catch the potato. It hits you in the face. Oh, God, it's so hot. <laughs> Hurry, you gotta throw it at someone else. How much, oh, how much is this burns. burning? You're, are you like, ah, kind of thing? Or is it? You gotta throw well, it at someone else. He's had worse. I mean, I mean, I think it's a, it is a fresh out of the oven style heat potato. It hits his face for a moment. Like, that's not gonna be enough to be like, my skin is melting now. But it will be like, oh, God, it burns. No. So, so while this nonsense is going on, Boat is. Spooning some food onto his plate, says, "I was like, old man, tell me, uh, tell me your story. How did you end up up here? Are you are you more of a big spoon or a little spoon kind of? Old man, tell the story. <laughs> Boat's a switch spoon, <laughs> like it's one a of those, spork. Yeah, it's got to be like I don't have much of a story, friends. I'm uh, just a powerful wizard. It's <laughs> a hermit in yeah, the mountains. I mean, I mean like you, you learned to rain down fire on <laughs> goblin communities. Like you had to have learned that somewhere. You said oh. you studied at a great like magic school. I I said nothing of the sort, uh, my friend. Are you sure? I st- I have dabbled in the arcane arts. What's that giant degree on the wall? Oh, that's uh nothing. Nothing to worry about there. That's my, uh, it's a contract. That doesn't look like a contract to me. The word there is horticulture, which I don't know what that means, but that doesn't sound like much of a contract. It sounds like you're some sort of ambassador to the horty people, whoever they are. <laughs> Coco, Coco's going to go stand up and take a closer look at this contract. What do I see? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have you roll to understand... A specific kind of legalese. All right, let me look on my uh, skill sheet. Uh, <laughs> Wait, didn't under... you take legalese as a language? Mm-hmm. Intelligence. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's, uh, yeah, there's understanding legalese. I have that as a skill, actually. Cool, add the bonus for that. Um, I'm guessing, what would that actually be? Probably like a 56. Yeah. Would it be history? Uh, no, I'll have that be a raw intelligence role. Okay, 14. 14? That is enough to understand that this is a contract of patronage with a demon. 
I'm glad he keeps it on his wall. Has it been, <laughs> has it been notarized? <laughs> it has. Oh, who notarized it? Um, uh, Asmodeus. What would it be to? Know, <laughs> what would it be to know more about take this that demon? Down. What kind of role? Religion. Religion. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about the demon. No, it does help that Sound Guy looked up at me with abject horror, ignoring that the notarization of Asmodeus was clearly a throwaway <laughs> joke. Hey man, like so did you make a pact with a did you make a pact with a demon for your powers? Is that what's going on here? Yes, I did. Okay. You seem awfully cheerful for somebody who's done something like that. No reason not to be. Okay. It's not my problem till I die. How old are you? That's a very rude question. <laughs> oh, true. Never ask the age. I mean, that doesn't apply to like old men, I thought. I'm still a strapping young lad, sir. Well, that's also a metal band. We've got two now. Strapping young lad. They're also Canadian. We've hit two Canadian metal bands today. If anyone had that on there. I'll figure out a way to work Enter the Haggis into there somehow. No, that's not a Canadian metal band. It's a Canadian band. Yeah, if we're just going on Canadian bands, then then we're just going to start talking about Rush all the time. Infinite. Also, I want to be very clear that the uh, notarized by Asmodeus was a joke. It is not actually notarized and not actually well, why notarized. Why can't it be notarized by a person named Asmodeus who isn't a de- devil? Yeah, like why can't somebody be named Asmodeus who's also a notary? Okay, no, no, no. I like the world that we're building in that there is a notary where demons and the people who want to enter into packs with them just go to this bank and get this contract notarized. Then they sign it in blood. And okay. then it's like just another day at the office. Oh, so it's a blood bank. <laughs> da, 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 da. That was so dumb. <laughs> I thought I lost you. A little bit, yeah, I died for a second. Mm-hmm. So, Fabio, how often do you happen to have um, interesting, qualified guests come through and, who are able to turn towards you and tell you that they're the champions of the, uh, the games? Oh, you're the victors of the games. Absolutely. How? Wonderful and thrilling. We wanted to, I wanted to tell you this because you're on the up and up. You seem like you've met a lot of uh, travelers who've been through here. If you could give me as, uh, you know, the one thing I've learned as a champion is that there's still so much to learn and I have uh, so much behind me and my mistakes have only made me greater. But you having been such a powerful person who's lived your life interacting with other uh, amazing travelers and people, what piece of advice would you have for me on my journeys? Duck often. Okay, wait. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna write this down. D was is duck with a is it two O's? The U. What time is it at this point? It's getting to be night, like maybe eight thirty nine. Yeah. Hey, Gramps, you care if we bed down here for the night? Is that a problem? Of course not. Let me open up the nap hole. <laughs> what? That sounds awful. <laughs> so he walks over and li- and like pulls a curtain aside where there is just a small enclosed area the size of like a decent sized walk-in closet mm-hmm. and it's just filled with like blankets and pillows all kind of scattered around the floor. Like tell you what, uh, I'll make breakfast in the morning as a thank you. That would be lovely. All right, man. Well, we got a deal then. Thanks a lot for of letting course. us stay. Of course. We was all shook after that rock slide, so it's Uh, nice to be able to relax. I imagine it would be rattling. It was. It was. We uh, we thought we saw something up there, too, so... Well, can't be too careful. Like I said, there are ogres and goblins. Do we need to, like, uh... We need to have a watch or something like that, or is your door locks going to keep these uh, ogres and goblins out? Oh, I would be surprised if they mess with me after the fury I rained down upon the goblins. Yeah, you're probably right. You're, I probably don't have anything to worry about. Boat is, like, 
going to be like <laughs> a little bit on edge trying to get to sleep. Uh, he Finnegan is going to go up the stairs uh, to his room, leaving you guys all downstairs. Mm-hmm. Maheni just kind of looks at this. Is this not suspicious to anyone else? It's very suspicious to me. Uh, that's why I've been trying to get to the bottom of this situation for quite a while, but everybody's just been accusing me of being rude instead of being prudent. Oh, Fungus wizard. Right. Stop being rude. Fungus wizard, what did you read? Can I just roll insight real quick? Yeah. Six. Yeah. So no. Well, he just seems like an old man that lives in the woods. It seems reasonable that he would allow people to stay in his home. Well, I've got to question your judgment a little bit on that one, given that, one, we're not in the woods. Two... Well, mountains, woods. There's, I didn't really he, think he, you were that pedantic. He made, a, he made a pact with a demon. That's a little suspicious. Let's None of real. us could read this. Only he could read it. How did we all determine that this man made well, a pact with a demon? Well, given that Boat just said, did you make a pact with a demon? And the dude was like, I sure did. Yeah, yeah, uh, he kind of made it. My God, I did. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Well, no, he said it was a contract, and, no. we, and and I'm imagining we looked at it, and we could tell that it was some sort of, like, I, I could tell that it was just pentagram, hand, pentagram, 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 pentagram. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of pentagram. Okay, I see yeah, how we like, made this conclusion. Look, like they if, dotted all their eyes with pentagrams. If, if we were going to try to be, like, none of the rest of us know that, then we needed to reel it back at Boat being like, did you make a deal with a demon? To be like, well, now, hold on, you couldn't read. So, like... That's all. That's all already happened. So now that I don't, I don't want anybody trying to back me up on this because I are I have established the canon. I'm, I'm there. Ba- I'm in bed. Okay. Okay. You're you're snuggled up in your little nest. I feel comfortable. You do. It's very warm and comfortable. I brought two warm potatoes with me to keep the bed warm. You put them under the covers down at your feet. Yeah. Keep your feet warm. Yeah. Gross. They're gonna get mushy. Well, only if you mush them. Well, and we've got a room. Koza sleeps with mushrooms. Koza hey man, does not sleep with mushrooms. There's no need for insults tonight. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little suspect. It's a little suspect. I think we should keep watch. I don't know that we're going to find a safer place to bed down for the night. I will say that I did go investigate the garden, and his story checks out that it does look like there was some sort of goblin attack back there. There has been a problem with caravans getting attacked around this area. Got problems with goblins? Would anybody mind if I just crack a window? It's really hot in here. No, that makes sense. I'm I'm good with that. Um, but I I tried to call you off of the whole rudeness thing, if only so that he didn't feel like we were super suspicious of him all the time, because that's just going to put his guard up, and then he's going to be less likely to, you know, let something juicy slip. His story, he's got his story put together too well, I think. I don't think we're going to find anything from him unless we were to, I don't know, snoop through the house while he's asleep. Hmm. Sleepy house snooping is practically my middle name. Do I find What a an odd name you have. Solinar Sleepy House Snooping Vecus, they used to call me. Did they hate you that much? Koza, what were you going to say? I was just going to ask the DM if I can find a window that I can crack. Yes, you can absolutely. You can actually crack a couple of windows if you prefer. Are you going to take absolutely. Are you going to take some eggs and like just crack those windows? Do, do I that see? was so dumb. <laughs> like, even with our jokes. As I walk around the house opening windows, do I see anything interesting just passively? Anything that You see out? two red eyes in the darkness looking into the windows. Oh, dude, open that window up. <laughs> Yo, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> do I see anything interesting? Well, <laughs> yeah, there's a friggin' werewolf at the window. 
Uh, How much is that werewolf in the window? Yeah, so, uh, Return the potato. <laughs> the one with the waggly tail. Um, okay, so do I really see two glowing red eyes? Yeah, I wasn't joking. <laughs> okay, I just had to check there. We never um, joke on the. We never joke on this podcast. <laughs> this is one of the most serious podcasts anyone's ever heard anywhere. So, um, Koza has already cracked this window, and then kind of like it looks out and like sees these two red eyes. Uh, hello. It's me. The eyes blink, disappearing into the shadow. Oh no, they went into another plane for the next uh, six seconds. Um, are, are you all, what, how are you guys acting right now? Bart's getting his bed sorted out. I mean, Solinar is just kind of in the room, like leaning yeah. against the wall. Johannes is having this conversation. So would you guys hear me if I was like, um, I just saw, and I'm in like a different room right now. I would hear you. Okay, but I say like, um, there's glowing red eyes outside. I hear you. That uh, that tracks. You uh, you come again? Glowing red eyes. I there. I just saw glowing red eyes outside. Where? Well, let's take a let's take a quick peek, see around. Just out this window over here. Uh, Solonar's gonna look out. Got dark vision. There is nothing there. Um, quick question. Did dark vision doesn't work when there's light behind you? Also, what? there's nothing there. Okay. Wait. Did what? Yeah, like if there's light behind, it's like looking out of a bright room when there's darkness outside. You can't, that doesn't work that way. Did Finnegan lock all the locks on the door when he? Yes. Okay. And did, are those like? Like y'all are not locked in. You guys okay. can easily get out, but he locked all the locks to prevent someone from outside getting You can in. check out anytime you like, but you you can't leave. Yeah. You can't leave. Uh, Mohini, do you know anything about what would have red glowing eyes? There are lots of things that would have red glowing eyes. Maheni's red glowing eyes stare back at you. Maheni's <laughs> eyes are actually completely, like, she, like, her iris and her pupil are indistinguishable from each other. And they're red. Really big irises. She has really, 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 really dark eyes. So, so there's no whites. It's just, like, solid black eyeballs. Yeah, it's not alarming and creepy at all. You no. can tattoo your eye whites. Yes, you can, and they do it in prison. Yeah, but does mm-hmm. Mahani do it? No, Mahani doesn't. Uh, Mahani just has really, really dark eyes. That's that's literally she all. She does, however. They don't just do it in prison. on the right side of her <laughs> eye. Oh, are they filled in? I'm yes. gonna tell oh, you. No. I'm gonna tell you 100. percent Girl, not gonna tattoo her face. <laughs> so, did I see anything interesting in the house? Though, also. Uh, not anything that wouldn't make sense to be where it is. All right. So mostly, we just got these red glowing eyes. Um, that disappeared in the darkness. Yes. Well, I guess they're gone now. So, is this something we would worry about? I mean, on a general level, yes. We're in a fairly secure building, but... Can I go to the foot of the steps and just tell them, Hey, Gramps, are you still awake? (laughs) (laughs) Can I not hear him over his CPAP machine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can you be like, can you be like, rain hellfire on all of you. <laughs> You're all gonna burn. <laughs> no, you pretty much just hear that unholy <laughs> sound. Okay. Well, unless we want to wake him up, we can't ask him about the red eyes. I wouldn't be surprised if he was connected to them. Well, duh. Why's that? No one can hear your face. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole demon thing, you know, demons. Warlocks make packs with demons so that warlocks can get magical power. I want to say real quick, Alex was making a big face. I wasn't trying to be mean about not talking. She made this big face. Manny made a big face. I just didn't know how to translate how she looked at him. 
I was hoping he'd have some kind of response, I and had, he just didn't. I had no bon mots uh, in my pocket. <laughs> like, all Alon's trying to say is that if you're going to make faces like that, they need to be louder so that people can hear them. I will make the ex- loudest face. Especially when I'm not looking um, at the noise of the loud face. Right. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no, that happened last episode. No, no like, that episode was never aired. <laughs> no, it's on our Patreon. All right, so I think we got a couple choices here. We can go to bed and not worry about this situation. Or we can go outside and see if we can find out what's happening. Or somebody can go up and wake Finnegan. Well, I'm pretty tired, so, you know, I, I feel like it's pretty comfortable in here right now that the the windows are open. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm You know, really, things with red eyes can climb in through open it's, windows. Um, Alita's yeah, already asleep, yeah, cuddling I'm, Felix. I'm gonna go, go to sleep now. How, how open is this window? I, I mean, it's it's a circular it, window, maybe about a foot foot across, a foot away. I'm imagining this window. You know, like on top of grills, how you have the little thing that turns and then like it opens or it's yeah. like closed. So I'm imagining it's very almost similar. like that is how you'd open it. Like a portcullis kind of deal, or no? Like you just have like I imagine there's like it alternates like glass and like wood maybe. And yes. You like turn it and then it's like open, or you turn it the other like way a Simon? and it's closed. Yeah, you're, yeah. You, yeah. What you're thinking of is is pretty accurate. Sweet, because I love that idea. Sweet, because it's what I would want. I don't particularly. I don't think I can climb out through that. And I don't particularly feel like unlocking the entire building so that I can go outside and potentially put myself in danger. If it was like going out through a window, that'd be one thing. But going out through the front door, like, what am I, a not, not a criminal? All right, all right, look, like this thing could be a snake and come in the window or something like that. You all figure it out. I'm just going to go to bed at this point. It's been a long day. How secure is the back door? It's a back door. But is it also like a dozen different kinds of locks? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to... I'm going to hope for the best. I'll take first watch. Anybody, anybody? The only one who's not asleep is Mahenny. So we're just going to K's on through the night. Hi, uh, this is Eek here, and I'm Koza. And uh, we we wanted to say that this show is only possible because of listeners like you and all all our, our Patreons over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers and, and today we really want to thank the, the following patreons paul kondraki uh above the weather joshua Malby, ashley davis and um fisk black thank you all so much all i was right. not expecting you guys to spend this long at uh, the dwarves house <laughs> what do you want from us <laughs>